Welcome to episode three of the Optimist Futures podcast. In this episode, our host, Matt Zimberg, will dive into the minds of traders and discuss market psychology. Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence. Have you been looking for practical advice to take your trading career to the next level? Can't decide on which platform to trade on? Fearful of the current state of the market? Look no further. Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast, a place to learn from an industry insider with over 20 years of experience in commodity futures and options. Gain insight to the newest technology, platforms, risk management concepts, trading philosophy, and advice about the current state of the market. For futures trading platforms, deep discount trading commissions, overnight margins, and instructional videos, feel free to visit our website at optimistfutures.com. Now, here's your host, independent broker veteran and CEO of Optimist Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi guys, this is uh, Matt from Optimus Futures. In today's podcast, I want to talk about market psychology. I would like to have uh, a different angle on this analysis, and I'm not here to discuss individual psychology that you might go through while you trade, um, because every person out there has its own individual personality, his own or hers risk tolerance, capital that they work with, experience, and that all affects psychology. But I'm here to discuss something which is common to all traders, and it's the challenge of market psychology when we analyze the markets. So I'm going to deviate just for a minute and use an analysis and then bring you back into the market. So imagine this. Imagine that there's 49 people in a group, and you're outside that group. And now I come to you and I ask you, tell me what this group thinks right now. Do they think zero or one? Meaning that this specific group can only think in terms of binary terms, only zero or one. And now I'm going to give you input about the group. So I'm going to tell you about their age, about their personality. I'm going to tell you how they make their decisions and everything else. And hopefully you could come to the right conclusion to tell me whether they think zero or one. Now, this would be one challenge. Second challenge would be to come to you and say, okay, now that you know about the group, I want to know whether they think zero or one every 30 minutes. And you have to tell me precisely whether they think zero or one every 30 minutes for, let's say, eight hours. So you have 16 decisions to make. Let me make this challenge even more difficult and ask you whether you can tell me how they think every five minutes. So every five minutes, you have to tell me whether they think zero or one. Now, I'm going to tell you how it relates to the market. When you sit in front of the monitor, you think that the market is a separate entity from you. In fact, you're part of that group. So you're not really one looking at 49. In fact, you are a total of 50 and you're within that group trying to figure out how the rest of the group will think 
You're part of the market. Now, every single participant in that group is trying to do the exact same thing. They try to think, how is the rest of the group that I'm in? Collectively, how will they think? Will they think zero or one? Now, the markets can only go up or down. You can only go long or you can go short or you can do nothing. But for the purpose of trading, you have to make a decision. And it's a binary decision, whether to go long or to go short. And this is the difficulty that you're facing. You're trying to figure out how a group thinks. Now, this challenge is not only in trading. It's a challenge that we have in politics. It's a challenge we have in analyzing societies and sociology. So the market consists of all that. And the reason that I'm telling you this specific challenge is because most of the time we're wrong predicting group behavior. For example, you know, a lot of people thought that Brexit will not occur. A lot of people thought that Trump will never be president. And yet over and over again, we are faced with the fact that the group collectively thinks very differently as us individually. Now, how does all this input could potentially help you? So for example, if you are a beginner trader, it's very hard to start thinking every five minutes how the group will think. You have to make less decisions and collect more data. So for example, if you're part of that group of 50 and you're saying, okay, now I have to choose to go long, short, zero, one, I have to minimize the number of decisions that I make throughout the day and gather as much data as possible. So day traders, for example, or people who frequently, um, well, if you're a day trader, it doesn't mean that you trade frequently. It just means you're closing your position for the day. But let's assume that you do um, a high level of trading, very frequent, and now you basically have to choose zero one every five minutes. It's very difficult. So now you know the challenge that you're facing. You're facing a challenge of figuring out how the group thinks every five minutes, and now you have to go long or short based on that decision. So beginner traders definitely should reduce their frequency a little bit, look at the group, gather data, and then make a decision from there. As you get to know the group a little bit better, you will find that only then potentially, and I say potentially, you could increase the level of trading that you're at. But that's the key. The key is to try and gather as much data. You have to build the right methodology about the market, understand the participants in it, how they think, and to try and eliminate any surprises that you might have. This is all I have to say for today. I hope this was helpful. Um, I try to use examples that other people do not use and not use the typical things out there, but actually draw them from other examples in life and bring it to you so you can think about them consciously. I hope this was helpful. Uh, today's Friday, so I wish you guys a good weekend and uh, I'll see you next week with more podcasts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at OptimusFutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll-free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again... Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast.
Please remember that this matter should be viewed as a solicitation to trade. Trading futures and options involves substantial risk of loss and is not suitable for all investors. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. You should therefore carefully consider whether such trading is suitable for you in light of your financial condition. Optimus Futures LLC is not affiliated with, nor does it endorse any trading system, methodologies, newsletter, or similar service. We urge you to conduct your own due diligence.